Welcome to Five Element Friday! You get an element, and 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 you get an element! Everybody gets an element! It's all five elements! And it's Friday. Welcome back to Five Element Fridays. My name is Jane. I have Lita here in the studio with me, as always. Today, we're continuing our series on the controlling relationships, and specifically the earths and the waters. So in essence, we're talking about muddy water. <laughs> yes, good point. Dirty, muddy earth water. But not the singer, muddy water. No, not the singer. Who I loved, by the way. He was great. <laughs> I don't know if he was earth or water, but... <laughs> I don't know. He probably was a little bit of water. We could check it out. Yeah. So just with all of the opposite elements, earth and waters are very much attracted to each other right? Yes. And they love the excitement and variability that waters bring to the table. You know, the earth, sometimes they can feel a little bit stuck in the mud. And then the water comes along, fresh flowing water and can move things along, right? They get it flowing, they get things moving. Yes. And earths also love the waters are deep and mysterious, kind of like metals, but you know, waters are also mysterious. And Earths love the intrigue and they want to dig deep to get to know those waters. And I think the waters like the strength of the earth people. Think about it. The earth banks of the river, they kind of hold the water in, keeps the water from spilling out all over the place. And in some cases, waters welcome that strength and guidance of having I don't know, boundaries, I guess. And because water by its very nature is boundaryless. Knows no boundaries. It goes where it wants to go as long as earth doesn't stop it. Yes, and earths can love that spontaneous nature of water that water brings to the table and the impulsive unpredictableness that can happen suddenly with waters. Earths tend to plan and be predictable and waters tend not to plan too much. But lead to the same things that earths like about waters can become a, hmm, I don't know, bone of contention for them? Yes. Pain of their existence? Yes. Pain in the... Bleep. Oops. <laughs> when waters disturb the daily routine of Earth with their changeability, then Earth can get upset and they try to control the waters. They want them to comply with those routines, to do things a certain way. And the waters in their lives become problems that then the Earths have to solve. Wah, wah, wah. And how can they get their waters to do X, Y, or Z? You know, waters want to do what they want to do. They want to be in the moment. They live in the now. Now, they're not totally opposed to the rhythms, but they have to have the freedom to change themselves. Yes. So if Earth tries to keep their water in a box... Or let's just say in a bowl. In a, right, in a bowl. Who keeps water in a box? Yeah, really. Nobody like a box of wine, maybe. That's their special water. Yeah, right. I'm going to go have a glass of my special water in a box. <laughs> right. Put it in a bowl. You put the water in a bowl. <laughs> right, right. So if they bowl them. And not as like bowling pins or bowling as in a stock of soup bowl, but in a, just in a bowl, a plain old water bowl. <laughs> okay. So if earths keep water in a bowl, the water's, it's like putting someone in a pumpkin shell, isn't it? go, but don't fill it up with water. Okay. The waters will get bored and they need to change things up. And that's not great for romantic couples. It could cause a breakup, really. Yes. I think that, I I don't know. I I see it's really good for a while with the the romance and then... Yeah, the waters might find something or someone else to change things up in life. Yeah, and I also think it's important to understand that the effect Earth has on water in terms of causing water to doubt themselves. 
Earth's need to analyze and make safe decisions based on that analysis. Remember I said a paralysis by analysis? Okay, that's the Earth, (laughs) definitely a quality of Earth. Whereas waters need to trust themselves in the universe that things are going to go the way they need it to go. They're going to work out. So too much analysis brings fear and doubt into their minds. And that is... I don't know, kiss of death for water. Yes. So we see this as even a bigger problem with earth parents and water children. The waters can suffer, the water children can suffer with really intense anxieties due to just a simple mismatch of energies. Yeah, imagine a water child is about to do something. They've never done it before and they're just ready to go. They're excited. They're free flowing. And the earth says, maybe the earth parent, right? I wouldn't do that because if you do that, then blah, blah, blah. Some bad thing is going to happen. Some potential outcome that could no one would ever want. Someone could get hurt. Someone could die. And now the water person is frozen. They don't know what to do. So waters can't move at all if fear is taken over. Think about it. The water freezes. Water doesn't move if it's frozen. Their confidence is eroded by that earth person statement. It could be a parent. It could be a romantic person. I didn't have to do the child parent thing, but that's just that example of how, you know, the confidence gets eroded by that earth energy statement. And yet the earth person was just trying to be like helpful. Absolutely. And another point of conflict is that waters don't really like talking about their emotions all the time. It's not that they're totally opposed to it. It's just rare. And earths can't stand it when people aren't talking about how they feel. So even just the language differential between earth and water, you know, can be totally different. Imagine at work, an earth and water combo. The earth person is asking a lot of how do you feel about that question? And the waters aren't even thinking about emotions or feelings. So it can be a really big mismatch in that so case. How do you, so give an example how they'd work together better in that situation. It requires a lot of relearning on both sides. Waters need to learn how to talk about their emotions more. It's imperative, especially in a romantic relationship. And earths need to learn to trust and go with the flow without overanalyzing everything. They also need to let their waters do the things that they find and intense and exciting without that nervous Nelly energy Yes, of like trying to control it. That's what the earth liked about them in the first place. And even better, the earth should go along on their exciting adventures with them without too much forethought in the analysis of what could go wrong. And guess what? They probably have some fun. Oh my God. They could have so much fun together. So we would love to hear from you earths and you waters. We know earths. You'll love to tell us all about it. But come on, Waters, we really, really do want to hear from you too. We'd love to hear about your experiences with each other and it'll help us all. And you could do it on Facebook. You can DM us. You can write us an email. But we want to hear about your Muddy Water experiences. <laughs> Energetic, not the singer. Yes. And do you have any other questions about earth and water? Do you have a partner, a child, a boss, an employee? Who is water or earth and how's that working out for you? We would love to hear about it. So just get in touch with us any way you want. Instagram even. I forgot to mention that. But anyways, that's it for today. And so next week, we're going to move on to the nourishing relationships. And number one up is wood and fire. Thanks, Uh. everyone. Fire. Fire. Uh. (laughs) 